We're live with the 2020 Experience Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. If you would like to watch for full effect, you can follow us on YouTube at 2020 Fitness. Enjoy the show. So this week's podcast is a little bit different. We're going to go to a Q&A style where Jeremy is actually going to talk to me about a recent trip I went on out to Los Angeles, California to study from a um, Mr. Wim Hof. And what I'm trying to do right now with this camera, uh, the reason it's might not be able to see us on camera, and that's probably better than, don't you think? <laughs> if, probably. If we can't probably be seen. a good thing. Otherwise, maybe I'll put this in the parking lot and we'll see if that works a little bit better. But, but basically, Jeremy and I are going to have this conversation uh, anyway uh, about kind of the fun stuff that I learned fun you know if you're watching this on YouTube like that's the best you're gonna get but if you go shadow to shadow maybe if it's in that shadow if you're listening you'll have no idea you I can see you from like the chest up so you might have to like lay back it doesn't matter if you're watching it on YouTube now you're listening on YouTube my head (laughs) no I'm a talking that's perfect but uh but we wanted to have this conversation because um uh there's a lot of big things that are going to come out of this Slowly but surely, and what they're doing, um, what they're doing at Wim Hof is, you know, the, the, it's, you know, it's considered a, a, a breathing, a, it's considered a breathing practice. But I, I consider it high intensity meditate, meditation training. Uh, but there's a lot of huge applications that that we can apply to health and to the gym. And um, I'm basically Jeremy has my notes in his hand, which is a darn full legal pad and he's going to rip through some questions and i'm going to kind of talk about what we uh what we learned yeah so uh the thing i wanted to ask first when i was looking through these notes and stuff uh was are these for us to sit on they were but then since my head but now we have to like crouch down (laughs) nobody's going to stay hunched yeah hunched the same sometimes so the first thing that i saw that really caught my eye was don't believe everything i say yeah there's nothing really after that it's just don't believe everything i say yeah that was really good information is um and we tell people that like to actually think. Mm-hmm. So when you come in here and we tell you to squat below parallel, the first thing you should think is why. Mm-hmm. And if we can't explain to you why you're doing it, I've told people this for exact exact words, leave. If we can't explain why you're doing something, you're 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 just listening to a person and you're not following, um, you know, following the 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 teaching. So so the, another way to put it is like follow the. Was it, we had another spot in there. It's like. You should f- never follow a teacher. Yeah, no you one sh- should ever follow anyone without thinking. Yeah, you follow study principles. Right. So, so that's the whole deal with this. It's like, hey, do thirty. Uh, you know, so Wim Hof, like the standard Wim Hof breathing is thirty breaths. Exhale, hold, and then inhale, hold, and squeeze. Why? Just, just do it. No, it's not just because. So, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just instead of so there's two guys that were there, right? Yep. So there, well, the so, two main people. So Wim, Wim himself, uh, w- was there for little intermittent spurts he kind of hangs around and oh shoot our camera just dropped so hopefully we're still recording i think yep still recording we're good (laughs) good to go i'm gonna just set that on the ground because it doesn't matter anyway um (laughs) yeah so when when was there and uh he kind of gives his spiel and you know pumps everybody up uh, he's just a great presence to be around. But then Casper uh, uh, Vandermeulen was the, the main presenter um, who, who ran the show and, and, and ran most of the lectures. Yeah. And he's the guy, so if any of those guys, any listeners out there that haven't read the book or listened to the book, uh, What Doesn't Kill Us, he's the guy who got kicked by the horse. Yes. Right? And you, did he tell you that whole story? Yeah. What, like, 
third person go through it because that is interesting as to get all get out and it like overall describes the breathing i guess yeah in so one story. long story short he got he's out horseback riding he got kicked by a horse and his forearm exploded bone stuck out and he basically um basically just started to control his breathing and and managed managed the pain through breathing went in got uh, you know put back together got stitched up and uh, you know for, for better or worse every time he felt like he needed to take a, a painkiller mm -hmm. he went through this uh, sympathetic uh, nervous system breathing which is breathing only through your mouth so if you're and then he would do a squeeze and that he would do that every time he would um, Hello there. Um, every time he would he would come into contact with pain instead of taking a painkiller. And did he say why? Uh, yes, because it, it basically uh, alkalinizes your blood. So when you're, when you're acidic, your pain receptors are heightened. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you're acidic, means you're eating a crappy diet and you don't sl sleep enough and you're overtraining, uh, or you're not spending enough time out in the sun or in nature. You 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 become acidic. Well. Um, and it's, then being acidic is, is hard for it's hard for your body to absorb oxygen. Um, so so anyway, long story short, if you pump a bunch of oxygen in your system by breathing through your nose, it increases the alkalinity of your blood, which decreases your pain receptors. Ridiculous. Boom. Yeah. So he's so he's yeah. So yeah. yeah. So big takeaway there though is so learning how to learning how to breathe properly and learning how cool. to breathe do this yeah. can I mean can eliminate some uses of I mean some types of pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Some type of pharmaceuticals. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's a hu huge takeaway. Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize, like, okay, so I'm going to breathe a little bunch of stuff, and then I'm going to feel tingly or whatever, and I'm going to go about my day. What's yeah, that's up? not, yeah. That's, like, your daily practice, and that, that yeah. was the other thing. Is like, so you have, like, a daily practice. So, like, this morning I did one round. It just, I did, like, a couple minutes of breathing, and I exhale, hold. And then, uh, so, like, the basic Wim Hof breathing is in the nose, out the mouth. So you're you're huffing and puffing, and mm -hmm. and basically what you're what you're doing is you're you're expelling CO2, and this is one way that I found really interesting. We kind of came to this conclusion: is say you have so you have a bouncer at the door, mm -hmm. and the bouncer at your bar opens the door up, and there's two people allowed in, or the hemoglobin is carrying oxygen, and the oxygen is supposed to go to the party. All right. The CO2 opens the door and says, CO2, you come in, I go out. I'm working on the analogy, but this is what I came up with. So CO2 goes out, oxygen comes into the cell. Mm -hmm. Hemoglobin goes back to get another oxygen. One for one exchange. One for one exchange. Blood. Now, that's if you're breathing through your nose. <laughs> breathing through your nose, breathing through your nose. If you start breathing through your mouth, now the hemoglobin grabs a couple oxygens, CO2 opens the door, and now there's like a bunch of oxygens wanting to get into the party. Uh. So now all these oxygens get into the party, and then the CO2 says they got to go, or the CO2 leaves. Leaves. So now you're you're getting, getting four to one. Yeah, or, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that ratio, but you're you're getting more oxygen in your system. You're still getting rid of the CO2, so you're alkalinizing your system. And then for, uh, anyway. Uh, it helped me kind of conceptualize why we're trying to get better at handling CO2 in our system. Because if you can handle more CO2, now you got more party, no, more potential parties. So where before, say you had, <laughs> yeah. say you had, yeah, yeah. say you go down a street and uh, you're looking for house parties, and there's five houses on the street with a party. That's five CO2s. Well now. 
if there's 10 CO2s. Say, say you have a block party. Now you have a block party. Yeah. Now you got all these CO2s in your system so you can absorb more oxygen. So that's why it's, some of the breath work, the exhale hold, is so important because it improves your body's tolerance for CO2. So like, just hold your breath right now. If you're driving, don't hold your breath. But if you're in a pool, please don't hold your breath. But if you just <laughs> hold your breath, that pain threshold that kicks in, that's that's CO2 rising. And if you get better at handling that, you can absorb more oxygen. All right. Next so question. How, okay, cool. Yeah. But no, with that, what does that do for me in my daily life? Oh, what does it do for you in your daily life? Um, well, it eliminates yeah. the feeling of breathlessness all the time. Yeah, it eliminates... It helps the, that. Uh, it, it allows you... Um, to to understand what a parasympathetic state feels like. Okay. So when you do that big exhale hold and you hold it, okay, you're you're teaching, you're training a learned response. So take the analogy of this: if you know what it feels like to be in pain in a workout, mm -hmm. and your wife like asks you on a Sunday randomly to empty out the entire basement, <laughs> not speaking from personal experience, like None. it happened yesterday or anything, <laughs> but um, but. Now I know it won't suck as bad as this workout. So now my training that I do in the gym okay. like prepares me to deal with the lifting a bunch of crap. That's, that's kind of no consequence. Well, now if my training prepares me to get into a parasympathetic state, which means relaxed, now I know what it was like to get there, so now I can go back. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. So you're just bringing awareness to the, the different the states. The feeling. Yeah, because a lot of it, we all have the feeling of, okay, uh, craziness or you know anxiety or relaxation, but yeah. you don't bring awareness to the fact, just yeah. like you don't, you don't train it, right? Mm -hmm. you, that makes a lot more sense. I like that a yeah. lot. So you're basically training the ability to... Keep going. All right, yeah, training the ability to become aware of every different state that you can possibly be in. Right, and, right. Then, and, and, and knowing then, how to get back to them. Yeah, so because you, you want to be able to switch back and forth. Well, you need, you need to be able to. You, have you need to. to be able to do it effectively. Yeah. All right, so besides that, I wanted to ask, uh, what was your number one takeaway? <laughs> number one. Like the first thing that popped in your head when I asked that question, what was your number one takeaway from this thing? I, I was thinking about you being responsible for your learning. Okay, go into more detail. I, like the world is your oyster, and we've got we've got all this information out there. Mm -hmm. Don't depend on anybody else. Yeah, you know, like, like, like yes, depend on other people for education and for learning, but for the actual action, where's that going to come from? From it's got to come from you. Yeah. So at the end, end of the day, the the buck stops with you. So, you know, take advantage of all the amazing tools that we have at our disposal, but apply them. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that, that, that's, that's one takeaway. But I, there's, you know, I have like science-y takeaways. Oh, oh that, actually, this, this is an interesting takeaway. Is the, um, they were talking about like feeling of security. So, mm -hmm. so, so very rarely, and this is why I think CrossFit's so powerful is because it makes you vulnerable. Yeah. Like very rarely nowadays do you, you know, you post something on social media where you're like, I'm vulnerable and, you know, people mostly post or put out in the external world what they're doing awesome at. Yeah. This is what I did and this is what I ate. Here's where I went. Like my life is pretty much all I do is go on vacation, eat cool food, you know, and like <laughs> it's ain't not, nothing wrong it's with not, me. Right, yeah. right. But it's not real. No. So I think what's what's what was interesting to me is how how people in order to be vulnerable, they have to feel safe in an environment. So I think one of the things that we strive to do here is create a place where you can like fall down. 
Yeah. Because we don't have many places like that in our world where you can be vulnerable and do stupid things and ask stupid questions. Mm -hmm. So we've got to be really, really, um, we've got to be on top of it all the time. Um, but so, so that was that was one takeaway, and the other one, as related to like environment, is people are not um, like we seek environmental safety, like a roof over our head, a safe car, like a safe house, whatever that is. But that doesn't actually give us the sense, and we talked about this earlier. Yeah. That doesn't actually give you a full sense of security. You need a community. Mm-hmm. And so the example is like from an evolutionary standpoint, if you're out hunting and you run around running around in the caves and uh, or, or outside the caves hunting stuff down and chasing by predators and you go into a cave and you're alone in the cave are you secure no no you what you need as, as a human is to be connected with others so that's why I think it's so important to be able to come to a place like have any place that is a community driven in your life where you're gonna be surrounded and protected by others and feel safe I guess that's why solitary confinement sucks so much I bet <laughs> yeah, I mean probably. I guess that's, that makes sense yeah. right you're you're stuck in a cave by yourself with nobody not you're not meant all. to be like that right yeah not meant to be like that at all yeah. um, is this, can we? I, I think we're still, as long as yours is still on, and my, yeah, I'm down to on. I'm down to one battery, but we're doing we're doing great. Keep rolling. I still okay. got double double batteries. Okay, good deal. Uh, all right, breathe. Uh, how about ice? Did you guys get nice at all? We did, and and you know, the whole concept between or about about Wim Hof is is applying your uh, a relaxed state to the ice. Yeah, we did, and it's what? no big deal. No big deal. No, it's, that... it sucks and it's really freaking painful. Yeah. But I think people I think people think, oh, when we get in the ice, we don't think it's cold at all. It's freaking cold. Oh, it's still. so cold. It's always cold. It never gets any better. And it's cold for Wim too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just cold. But you control it, you learn your response. So the idea with the ice is stress is always gonna be stress. It'll always be it, bad things happen. Bad, it's you can't make that bad thing any better, but you can control your response to it. So the thing that happens, it's like any like a workout in here. That workout will never get good for you. You'll just kind of know that what that feeling feels like and be able to tolerate it. Same thing with ice. You get in, it's a stress response. Okay, you take a breath, and you're like, you know what? It's gonna be all right. I, you know, I can handle it. Same thing happens in life. Somebody cuts you off. Something bad happens. You get a nasty email. Okay, I can take, I, I, I'm training myself through ice to be able to handle stress in whatever situation A, B, or C is. Yeah, and I think, I think that's the biggest Take one of your batteries. Yep. And then, and then keep telling me about the biggest takeaway. I, well, I think the biggest takeaway, I think, for people is going to be like, oh, here's a, here's a uh, good old, I got something lost. I got two other batteries out here. So many batteries. The biggest takeaway is going to uh, be what? So, biggest takeaway is like the application. So, uh, in in training and in training these different things like the breathing, the 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 daily breathing and daily ice work is more about just like you would train your muscles uh, for fr- to get better at friends per se because we mm-hmm. we know CrossFit, right? You're training your nervous system to get better at life, mm-hmm. right? Because I think the biggest I think the biggest disconnect in all of this stuff is what is it going to do for me? Yeah. Right? So like, okay. Well, I've, okay. So, so that's a great way to answer. So people ask what is, and maybe we should have said this at the beginning. Yeah. What is Wim Hof? And the answer is, uh, you could talk about like the breathing practice and the pra- practice and the mindset work and the cold. But what I could say is, well, Wim Hof for me has been a way for me to manage stress. Yeah. It's a way for me to sleep better, and it's been also a way for me to improve my body composition. Yeah. So those things I can all quantifiably quantifiably prove. Um, 
and now and now people oh wait so it does what you know it's not just about like how long i can hold my breath i don't quite honestly care about that yeah it's it is how do i feel when i wake up in the morning can i control my mind at night when i need to go to bed can i stay in a relaxed state when i've got something crazy in my personal life going on and i need to go into a meeting and and present you know a clear and focused persona yeah so those are the things that it's helped me with yeah and that's i mean and so it can help people with blood pressure go go ahead and see like all that all that stuff is fantastic i think the biggest one that gets me is like okay body competition one that's awesome how does that how does that help you or uh everyone wants a hack yeah i mean everyone wants a hack yeah i mean regardless who you say you are we all want hacks for better whatever yeah and uh i mean we want a hack for you know better you know better performance yep like do they go into that at all like performance yes. hacking yes what do they talk about so uh, you know one, one hack would be you you want to lift something really heavy Take like 20 breaths in through your mouth mm-hmm. right before you go to do it. <laughs> like, boom, pump, you're gonna pump your system full of oxygen. Um, if you're gonna do, uh, if you're gonna go for uh, you know a longer run, for example, do do some nasal breathing, intense nasal breathing for five minutes beforehand. Yeah. Um, to get a bunch of get a bunch of carbon dioxide out of your system and and oxygenate yourself. So, you know, th- those are little examples, but they can be applied to every t- every single type. Of, if you're doing a hard single like hundred meter sprint, mouth breathe, leading up to it to pump your system full. If you're doing a longer duration, you want to you want to get your body in a more parasympathetic state, so you breathe through your nose, um, you know, b- big and deep to, to pump yourselves full full of energy, and then um, and then take it on. But would you say this is something that you wish you would have done oh, a long my. time ago? Yeah, but that, that's like yeah, that's like anything. Like when, when's the best time to plant a tree? Well, well, like 50 years ago. Yeah, I mean, but, but there's some things where you could be like, okay, yeah, uh, powerlifting's great. I wish I would have started a longer time ago because yeah. that would have made me stronger. No, but this, this is something that's like this would help with everything. So, to me, I've always been trying. You know, I've got, gone back and forth with meditation, gone back and forth. That have had a hard time finding it because I've got this like monkey brain that's going a million miles an hour. This is been the thing that has been able me to like to to cool down yeah and i think that's everybody everybody has a brain that goes yeah. all over the place that has a hard time from doing this what, what would this be like if i you know my dream would be to have like a high school class of this oh yeah can you imagine like going to a like into a high school classroom and like doing breathing. 40, 40 minutes of breathing and just focus talk about a case study i yeah. mean why couldn't you do yeah, that and naps yeah, I want that for high schoolers. I know, yeah, I know. Si- sign me up for naps. So, so do I wish I had it before? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it would make a difference. What, yeah, it would have made a difference. Difference in everything. Yeah, everything from paying attention in school to being better, better athlete to. Uh, All right, here's one. Relationships. Yeah. Ice bath, cold, uh, code of conduct. What are the rules? Yeah, don't be an idiot. <laughs> um, and and you set and you set rules beforehand. The whole thing with the ice baths is the you know. Cold, colder the better, and two minutes or less. Anything, two minutes or less. It, well, that's what we said before. Is like yeah. any, anything over over two minutes, there's diminishing returns. Um, you know, two minutes is that is kind of that perfect perfect bit where you can recover from it. So here's an example. So say Murph's coming up. It's uh, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, mile run on each side. Yeah. How long does it take to recover from that? A long time. Long time. Yeah. How's it? How long does it take to recover from a normal workout we do here? Not very long. Not very. A couple days or what? Yeah. So if you take a two-minute, um, two-minute ice bath, you can recover from it in about 15 minutes. From Murph. 
a two minute ice bath. Oh, right, right, yeah, You can yeah. recover in 15 minutes. If you take a 10 minute ice bath, oh, it feels good. I can't feel anything. I can just stay in here forever. It's going to take you hours now to recover. Uh, I see so, what you're talking about. So yeah, yeah. let's hit it. Get those two minutes. Get the get the endorphins. Get the uh, adrenaline, you know, rush and dopamine and all that kind of stuff, and then and then get on with your day. And then that's eat. that means. All right. So just yeah, go. Don't don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Now, how about so in in the relation to the kind of question I just asked when it comes to recovery. So, what's his name? Uh, Casper recovered from his yeah. kick really fast. Yeah. Uh, is there a, is there a method to where we recover from workouts really fast? Because yes. in essence, you're gonna see it in classes. Yeah. Or we're gonna do it at the end of classes. Yeah. So, but in essence, the reason that people take steroids in sports is so that you can recover really really fast. It's not so that you can just go and just do so much weight all the time. No, it's 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 hacking the recovery process. Yeah. Because every time you work out, you're essentially you're coming in here to make yourself weaker. Weaker. Yeah. Every time you are, every time you leave the gym, even though you feel better, you are weaker. You come in here stronger, you leave weaker than the uni left. Yes. I mean, that's just fact, right? Yes. So the whole goal is goal in to get better is to recover faster, yes. right? So I want to recover faster from my workout for tomorrow mm-hmm. so that theoretically you could train as hard as you want every day. Mm-hmm. So then how do you do that? Well, I don't have the study on it, but I'll tell you what, if you increase blood flow and you keep your system neutral if not uh, leaning More towards alkaline. alkaline yeah you're going to recover quicker much faster i mean i don't yeah we could we can do studies on it but the when we're going to is have people breathe after class mhm yeah. Would you say that's more uh, important or effective than a full hour-long smash-your-face session? 100%. percent. <laughs> I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's just the politically everybody loves, like, laying on the floor after an hour and, he- and heaving sweat. But really what you should be – so you're sending yourself home in an acidic state. So now you go to eat food. Your, your, your propensity to digest that food is not as high as it would be if you were in a, in a more alkaline state yeah you're not going to absorb the same amount of nutrients that you no. would if you're in no. if you're more alkali right All so right. what you'd be better off doing is is doing 30 minutes of working out and 15 minutes of mobility and 15 minutes of some some really good breathing mm-hmm. uh, you know to to get the co2 back back down because you've got a excess levels of co2 at the end of a workout get that back down get your your blood ph back under control and leave in a nice, relaxed, happy state. Happy state. Yeah. So then apply that to uh, stress situation. I'm not in the gym. I don't have all this. Uh, I don't have a coach telling me what to do. What's something simple I could do? I'm just. I just get done working out in my garage. I don't have a bunch of time to. Take I got 20 breaths. 20 breaths. 10 breaths. Nose or mouth. Nose. In the nose. And, and if you try right now while you're listening, you'll be shocked. Do this right now, please. Okay. Take five breaths. All the way in. And then let it go. And you don't have to force it out, but just all the way in. Feel your belly and your chest and your head and you let it go. I mean, that's like three breaths already. Yeah. And how you feel? Feel better. <laughs> you feel better. Yeah, you feel so, good. So maybe do 10 breaths. Okay, 10 maybe breaths. 10 breaths. Don't have to worry about no holding or nothing. No. Just take some breaths. Take some 10 breaths. Maybe you do a little two second hold at the top. Let it go. You know, two second hold at the bottom. Let it go. Okay. Yeah. One thing you said uh, a long time ago, and it, it, it's always I've remembered it, uh, was you're like, "What's the first thing you do when you're born?" Breathe. 
Yeah, but we don't ever we don't we don't put as much emphasis on breathing as we do on everything else, even though it's the most. It's we're going to. It is literally the only thing that you cannot live without. It's and we're we're going to. And it's the way we the first movement we teach people is a is a squat, and I, I really think that you'll see a day that we're the, we're the first movement we teach somebody is we lay them on their back on the ground, and can they breathe through their diaphragm? Yeah. And oh, that was that. Okay, so speaking of diaphragm, this is some crazy stuff. I, just learning more about the body and the connection. Of, of the, did you get out of the valgus nerve and all that fun stuff? Yeah, yeah, definitely got to that. But we talked about diaphragm and how it's connected to uh, some. I'll make. There's a big statistic on there. Right here. So there's 80 joints in your thoracic spine, mm -hmm. which is crazy. So if you if you have a hard time breathing, uh, thoracic cage, 80 joints. What was the diaphragm? Oh, oh. So your diaphragm. So your so that diaphragm. We're always telling you breathe into your belly. It's connected to your stomach, your liver, your lymph nodes, your lungs, your esophagus, and your low back. I'm sure That's there's a lot. I'm sure there's something else I didn't write down. Yeah. But I was like, wow. Whoa. So you're meaning to tell me I can improve my digestion by breathing through my diaphragm? And I am meaning to tell you, yes, you can. Yeah, which in turn improves your comp body composition. Yes. So, so here, here's the way you look at it. When you look at like, like on our anatomy app, and you like see the human body, it's like, oh, perfect. Like the stomach is there, and like the liver is here, and it's all like perfectly stacked in there. If you look at a cadaver, it's all just like it looks like it was all put in a blender. <laughs> You're like, where's the liver? Where's the stomach? It all looks like it's one cobbled up thing. So now. You're taking, you're like foam rolling your quads because your quads are all knotted up. Yeah. Imagine what your stomach looks like, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if you can't breathe through your diaphragm, your stomach doesn't get to move and function. The tissues don't get to slide around the way that they're designed to. Mm -hmm. So to me, I was like, oh my gosh. So, so that's why, like, here's TMI if you're listening. You'll improve your bowel movements through breathing. Which I noticed is, a difference the last week yeah. coming into this thing and then the last couple days after, even with traveling and all that crap, just by breathing, like, I feel more normal. Well, and that's, I mean, that's something a lot of people have problems with. I mean, yes. and they, that no one wants to admit, oh, I have digestion issues. You but do. A lot, a lot of people have digestion issues and they don't have, well, I'll just take something for it. Yeah, start breathing. Yeah, take some air. Yeah, take some air. Yeah, take cool. some air and all that fun stuff. What else do you have highlighted here? Um, so I had the minus CO. What is the DMT? Uh, yeah. So that that's the that's the inhale, hold, and squeeze. That's uh, that'll be a special class. Um, you know, because you can kind of go to a special place if you do some really hard mouth breathing. Um, mm -hmm. But it's not recommended to really do unless you have somebody like watching over you who, know, who knows what they're doing. This one right here, the kids can't rationalize. You talked about oh, this a little earlier. Yeah, I think that's, that's a really great cool. One. So for the parents out there who want to manipulate their children <laughs> um, in the in a positive direction, you and this is I didn't know this. Your your well I didn't know that. your human brain, your prefrontal cortex, like the like the stuff that develops last doesn't develop until you're like twenty five or, or starts becoming fully developed. So when you go to talk to a child, uh, twelve say you have a high school kid and you tell them not to smoke. Well, high school kid, please don't smoke. They go, uh, why? Uh, because you'll get lung cancer in 40, 50 years. And they go, I don't care. Yeah. They have no concept of what of of that time span of like they have they have no idea what that means 40 50 years from now but they do understand a piece of of empathy and so what you can do to kind of show um you know show them um what they could be is you show them the future mm -hmm. so you t you take them i don't know where you would maybe you go find you know 
go find a smoker yeah. or whatever or whatever the example is and say, hey, that's what you would end up like in 50 years from now if you if smoke. You did this. And now, now, so that part of their, the mammalian part of their brain is developed and they can understand that. They can't visualize or conceptualize like their future mm-hmm. internally the way that uh, uh, mature adults can. So it was kind of interesting to me from like a decision-making standpoint. Yeah. So maybe like an example would be like uh, maybe because I don't feel like smoking is as prevalent. I as know. I, I just today. I used that as an example because that was an example like, for me as a kid. Hey, uh, I don't do my homework. Okay. Yep. These people didn't do their homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, look maybe, what happened. Look what happened when they didn't do their homework or they didn't do anything. Right. What is this one? The prefrontal lobe yep. turns off. Uh, what is that? In the ice. Oh, it turns off in an ice bath. So, that, so that's cool. You're, and, uh, and and in like a deep meditative state. Like mm-hmm. that's the whole goal is like getting out of your head. So when you're in, when you're in an ice bath, your body prioritizes survival. We're, as humans, we're designed. To survive first and thrive a distant second. Mm, right. So, like, what we're trying to do in here is thrive. Yeah. You've got to understand that you're genetically engineered to survive. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when you're in a workout, like, your body is just trying to live. Yeah. It feels like it's dying, and you're trying to you're trying to survive. And and it and your body feels like it's dying, and you're pushing through because there's a clock, and there's reps, and there's a coach, and there's people, and there's all these other stresses. Your body thinks it's literally dying. So anyway, what what happens when when you get an ice bath is your body puts everything, um, you know, the heat that it would otherwise send to to that part of your brain, um, you know, the frontal lobe is like pushed to the side. And survival instincts kick in. So it's a really nice way to quote unquote meditate because it allows you to check out and you get out of your head for a piece of, for a, a piece of time. Uh, yeah. So that's that too. If you really need some time, like you are. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like going crazy, yep. go sit in a nice bath or take a cold, cold shower take, for two take, minutes. Yeah. Take a cold shower for two minutes. Um, there's like a gobs of notes. We in got there. a lot. We yeah. got a lot of notes. But yeah. Pick a couple uh, of high points. Yeah. Yeah. So mouth versus nose breathing. What's the difference? Uh, nose is uh, so parasympathetic means you know rest and you know recover. Mm-hmm. That's your that's where all of your gains, quote unquote, gains are made. We're still good on. You still good on batteries? I am. I have yeah. one bar. You have one bar. That's all right. Yeah. We'll wrap the sucker up here so, shortly. So. In the recovery stage is is where you make all your gains. It's where your body recovers. Um, it's where you di- are able to correctly digest food. And when you breathe through your nose, those systems all stay active. You're breathing. You're able to fully uh, open your diaphragm. You're you're able to you know um, you're, you're able to f- fill up your lungs. Um, when you breathe through your mouth, it is a a tool. It's a hack that we have as humans to survive, and it's designed for short outbursts of you know fight or flight. Like hey, you're being chased by a bear, you I'm better stop breathing through your mouth. So I can increase output, uh, get more oxygen into my cells, be more explosive. But you are um, um, that's supposed to go away really quickly. Yeah, like you know a minute or two. And then, and then you lay back down. All right. Um, so that's a big, big story about nose versus mouth. Tape your mouth. We've said this before. Tape your mouth shut to sleep. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, all right. So and Casper does it. He tapes yeah. his mouth shut. So I had, to, I, had to g- the... I had to give him some tape. He forgot. His. I almost think we should close on this one. Yeah. Uh, never follow a teacher. Follow the teachings. Yeah. Never follow footsteps. Follow what they were worth chasing. Right. And then, yeah. 
Go into that a little bit more detail. What's the other one say below it? What's that say? Find the... Oh. Oh, that's cool. That, no, that's a good... Uh, breast with eyes. Um, so, so... Thinking for yourself is kind of something we talked about earlier, but when you're when you're following someone, you're not trying to just follow that person. You're trying to follow what they were chasing. Yes. You know. So so you know if you're going if you if you're reading a book that you know it's it's not the end all whatever it is it's it's it should interest you enough to find out what they were after like what are they what are they pursuing so here like we're just trying to pursue like optimizing health for everybody yes and that's what we're chasing and that's what we're we're putting that out for everybody um, so anything that we tell you is just in our best experience. To chase that. To chase that. We will never catch it. No. And, and that, you could apply this to anything in life, but instead of just following whoever's teaching you and up to that point is, is, is looking at the bigger picture is like, what, what are we all, what are we all chasing? Yeah. Um, so, so that, that was a, that was a cool concept and just, just bring, bringing ownership back to the individual to learn like what you're responsible for learning. It's not the teacher's fault. Yeah. It, I mean, the, te- the teacher the teacher is there and it's putting the, the coursework in front of you. Now you take it. And, and run with and, it. And, to- and Well, there's, there's, there's millions of other breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. Go look at them. They're all great. Yeah, th- and that's what Casper even they says, have, they have div- Yes. Yeah, go look at other breathing techniques. Yes. I mean, it's, we're, not, we're not scared of saying, hey, there's millions of ways to work out. Millions of ways to work out. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to find the... Keep trying to find a better way that is best currently. Best. Yeah, absolutely. And we're always going to be striving towards yeah. that that end goal. Yeah, and, right? then I, and actually, one thing to close with, which I thought was really cool, is um, is these are these don't have to do anything with Wim Hof, but it's just kind of like being a better person. Is is try and make eye contact with people. Yeah. Like a, a concentrated effort to make eye contact with people. You can practice it at the um, at the grocery store. Hmm. It, it, you know, like, and and like, learn the person's name, who's at the grocery. You know, they they wear a name tag, people, for, for a reason. reason. Yeah. When you say their name, so when I well, I tell, what do they do? They're like, you know my name. They well, light up. We yeah. did it at Lowe's, uh, whatever day it was. Like, you know, Cecilia was checking me out and not checking me out, but you know, like <laughs> helping us through. And it's like, oh, thanks, Cecilia. Yeah. Like. Like that, that makes a huge difference in their life. So, so I think if, if you have, you know, one takeaway is like breathe, relax, but then the, the human element, like the connection that we have an opportunity to create is so, so darn huge. So if you get an opportunity today, use somebody's name and, uh, and make eye contact with them. Uh, breathe. I, you know, I, yeah, we've got a lot more to go over here, but you're going to hear bits and pieces of all this stuff here coming up in the weeks and months ahead. Well, there'll be multiple podcasts on just Yeah, this might be part one. Yeah. Maybe we'll make a note here and get and go on to part two. But anyway, guys, thank you for joining us again. And uh, have yourself a beautiful day. And please, please make eye contact with somebody.